0: hello welcome to life of love ministries podcast um, i'm joining you today from my home and thank you so much for listening um i just want to give a little disclosure um we have a new puppy his name is noland and he might um you, you may be able to hear him so i wanted to give you a little notice just in case um today the name of the article and the name of the podcast is, what does Jesus' death mean to you? Or what does it mean for you? And I just want to encourage you to ask yourself this question and think about it today. What does it mean that Jesus died for you? Romans 3.23 says that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every one No matter how good you may think they are, you may, I have some friends that are so godly and precious and wonderful that I just think, what could they repent for? They're so good. They always seem to do the right thing, but even they have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Isaiah 46, 6, I'm sorry, Isaiah 64, 6 says, all of us have become like one who is unclean, And all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. All of our righteous acts are as filthy rags. Even on the best day of our life. Even when we do something that we are so proud of ourselves for. It's as filthy rags compared to God's holiness. And compared to his rightness. And how perfect he is. We can sin against God. And not even realize we've done wrong. And that's why it's so careful. It's it's so important for us to be careful. To ask the Lord to forgive us of unknown sins. Because he's so holy. That we can actually trespass. And not even know that we've done something wrong. <clears throat> I want to just take a minute to address an idea. And that is blaming God. People blame God when they're disappointed, when things happen that they don't want to happen, especially at the time of great loss. And it's a, it's, I'm going to try to explain what I feel about this. It may take me a few minutes. I may just keep talking until I feel like I've done my best to say it right. But when we are inclined to blame God for bad things happening to us. I believe it's misplaced faith. We believe that God, and we know that God can do anything. And some people are even under the false illusion that everything that happens is God's will. And unfortunately that is far from the truth. God's will is not done very often. And I want to rephrase that. Most of the time God's will is not done on the earth. And so when disappointing or tragic things happen it's we often are tempted to blame god and say you know how could you and i've even heard people say god took my loved one you know when god took my brother when god took my mother god doesn't take our loved ones he's not to blame for our calamity and our tragedies god made a perfect place for us to live in the garden of eden he made a place where there was no sickness, no sadness, where work fulfilled Adam and Eve. It didn't cause perspiration and it didn't cause tiredness. It caused fulfillment. There were no goodbyes. And Adam and Eve got to walk with God in the cool of the evening, the word says. So God made a place perfect for his creation to dwell. And so we, because we know God can do anything we blame him when things that we don't want to happen happen but sin is what causes bad things to happen sin is what puts distance between us and god and it's the sin that's in the world that causes terrible things to happen and tragedy god never wants bad things to happen to us sin and offenses in relationships causes a offense, and it causes distance between people. It causes distance between us and God and it causes distance between us and our loved ones, our friends. Just as God made a way for us to be right with him, godly people make a way to make relationships good. They find a way to forgive. Sometimes we have to pray over and over and over again to forgive someone. And if you're having trouble forgiving someone, I just encourage you, don't give up. Keep asking the Lord. Keep saying, I forgive them. Keep forgiving. God forgives us over and over and over again. His mercies are new every morning. And when we ask God for forgiveness, the word says that he, he throws our, he, he chooses to forget is basically what I'm trying to say. He chooses to forget our offenses and our sins. And, you know, we need to to learn to practice that. When someone has caused, you know, disappointment or harm or offense to us, we need to choose to forget, not allow ourselves to mull it in our brain and just keep thinking about the bad things that they did. We need to just let things go. And we do that by practice. It isn't easy to do that. And some things are easier to let go of than others. But God lets go of every offense we commit. Jesus is the door for us to get back to God. It took thousands of years for the Lord to bring Jesus, the Savior of the world, into the world. But he did. He took the time. He made the effort to bring salvation to you and I. Jesus' death is an invitation to be restored to God. Sin causes us to lose out with God, to lose an opportunity to spend eternity with God. But Jesus' death gave us an opportunity and an invitation to make things right with God. And Jesus' death also washes away our sins, our past sins, any sins that we're doing at the moment that we repent and ask for forgiveness. But Jesus' death has already made amends for our future sins. We do need to ask for forgiveness when we sin, but there has already been provision made for us, for our future sins. We will sin again, unfortunately. We will fall short of the glory of God. But we can rest assured and rest in peace that God has already made provision through Jesus for even our future sins. God, as I said before, throws our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and chooses to never remember them again. God forgives our sins. He makes us righteous as if we never sinned at all. And he justifies us and gives us a clean slate and gives us new, new days, new mercies every day. He takes away our guilt. He takes away our shame and he gives us a new name, not only a new name, but a new mind, a new way to think, a new way to live. We no longer live for ourselves, but now we live for the Lord and to love other people for God. That all happens when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior into our hearts by just asking Jesus to forgive us of our sins and asking him to come into our lives. Because Jesus died for us, we can spend eternity in heaven. Scripture says that Jesus' death took away the sting of death for you and I, which means that If we are in Christ, if Jesus lives in our hearts, if we're forgiven of our sins, it means that when we leave this earth, when we die, the sting of death, the horror of us leaving and and going to a place of departed spirits as people did before Jesus, that is over. Now, those who are in Christ go to be with the Lord. And get to, to stay where everything is good, where everything is safe. Those who don't know the Lord, tragically, will be separated from God. And they will suffer eternal death. The Word describes it as gnashing of teeth, suffering and torment. But, de, but believers go to rest. A place where we rest from our labors, the Word says. God doesn't send anyone to hell. People go to hell because they choose and refuse to accept the Lord. People go to hell because they choose to go to hell. Eternal life with God is more abundant life than we can imagine. The word says that eye has not seen nor ear has heard. Neither has it entered into the imagination what God has prepared for us. So heaven... And how wonderful and how good it is won't even fit in our minds. We don't have the ability or the capability to even imagine how wonderful heaven's going to be. Because Jesus lived, died, and was resurrected, we have eternal life when this life ends. Our new life begins when we take our last breath here on this earth. New life. Wonderful new life. Starts. For those who believe, when we leave this world, something better than we've ever imagined is waiting for us. I want to pray right now, if you will, and just give you an opportunity to invite Jesus into your heart. If you haven't asked the Lord to forgive you of your sins in a while, then I invite you and Just um, urge you to take a moment to just ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and make you righteous again. Father, I just come to you now and I just ask for you to touch anyone who's listening. Father, I ask that you, by the Holy Spirit, would just show us what we need to repent of and help us to see anyone that we need to release and forgive who has offended us or hurt us. Anyone that's disappointed us, Father, if anyone has ever blamed you for anything bad, I ask that they would just ask forgiveness for that right now and realize that you would never do anything bad to us, but that you want to love us and you want to help us and comfort and give us peace and joy. Father, I just ask these things in Jesus name. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful day and will join us next time for Life of Love Ministries podcast.